2: Given what is going on in the world today, be it work, family, obligations, or being out of work, worried about bills, and more, we all need a little stress relief from time to time. At the beginning of your day, or before you go to sleep, it's best to take some organic ashwagandha from HimalayaUSA.com. Ashwagandha is a herb that has been used for centuries in India to help with pressure and tension. It's now a herbal supplement that gives you great stress relief and sustainable energy levels without giving you any heart problems. It only works on your adrenal glands and the hormone cortisol without the caffeine. And it will also stop you from feeling jittery. Himalaya Organic Ashwagandha comes in 30, 60 and 90 kappa bottles and it's certified USDA organic, non-GMO project verified and vegan with no wheat, corn, soy or dairy products in it. And you can only find this at HimalayaUSA.com. Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault Podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. What you heard was Heidi Volk with Fur Teutonicus. I hope I pronounced that right. Today's show is all about Teutonic Paganism. First, have you checked out the new blog? It's dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddess vault. Go ahead and let me know what you think of it and the show. And you can even listen to this podcast on the website. In the future, I might be selling some music from the Goddess's Vault podcast merchandise. I'll explain more about that in future shows. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, dreamsounder.wixsite.com, forward slash Goddess Vault, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to everyone you know. I am still looking for new show topics, spirit guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, through YouTube, the blog, and on Twitter. By the way, I am open to announcing some events that are happening online. I know that Hexenfest was or is doing just that. If you have or know of a pagan event happening online, please let me know. Now for the topic, Teutonic Paganism. Like many of you. I don't know what form it is, but like you, I am willing to learn and find out. I don't know about myself, but you might want to consider being a Teutonic Pagan yourself. Before we get started, here's Omnia with One Way Living.
3: One way life, only one way living, only one way living, one way to die. One way life, only one way living, only one way living, one day you die. One way (inaudible) life, only one way living, only one way living, one way to die. One way life, only one way living, only one way living, one one day. day It's one way 加油,
2: Paganism is another way of saying Germanic Paganism. However, back in ancient Rome and somewhat later, there was a Germanic tribe called the Teutons. That group consisted of Germans, Anglo-Saxons, Goths, Scandinavians, and Northern European people. As far as I know, the Teutons did fight with the Romans in some war. You might want to Google their history, and Nordic mythology was a big part of Teutonic culture. However, the names of the deities changed from country to country. The reason has more to do with language and the spelling of the names. I would like to talk more about Teutonic Paganism in the next segment. If you are a new listener, please go and listen to the Germanic Paganism episode of this podcast. I will put up the SoundCloud link in the show notes and on the blog. That will give you some more information about it. I guess that the Teutons are a new topic for the historians and haven't been talked about much. That's why I want to get into more details about them later. For now, let's listen to Autumn by All My Faith Lost. For the spirit guide of the week. I'm going back to Norse mythology to talk about the goddess Idun. She is also known as Aiduna. She is the goddess of spring, rejuvenation, eternal youth, fertility, and abundance. Idun is the wife of Bragi and the custodian of the golden apples. She's always depicted as a beautiful, youthful, and cheerful woman. Her job is to guard these golden apples from those that are not authorized to eat them. For those deities that Idun gives these to, these will give them the power to be eternally youthful and never grow old. These golden apples eliminate all negative aspects of aging and give the gods immortality. There was a myth in which Idun and her apples were seized by Theaceae and taken to the realm of the giants. When this happened, all the gods and goddesses began to grow old, so they forced the trickster Loki to rescue her. He took the form of a falcon and then, depending on the source, either changed Idun to a nut or a sparrow and carried her away. What she can offer Idun on her altar are the following. You can decorate her altar with all things spring and any kind of apples. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. That was I Iduna by fawn. I'm going to explain a little bit more about the Teutons themselves. Some historians believe that they are Celtic in nature. This is a controversial thought because of Germanic influences. And of course, in ancient Rome, they were classified as Germanic or barbarians. Hence, the confusion. The war that they fought against the Romans was called the Crimean War. They lived in what was called Jutland, which is now Denmark, in the 4th century BC. As for how to be a Teutonic pagan, it's exactly like saying how to be a Germanic pagan. Much of Teutonic mythology is Norse. There are two books in Iceland called the Edas that talk about the creation of the world with Odin and his brother killing a giant named Ymir, then created the world from the giants' body. The creation myth continues from there. Again, if you are interested in learning more about Teutonic culture, I doubt that there are tons of information on the internet but you can try to look it up. I did talk about Norse mythology in the past, but because of a certain hate group that negatively represents paganism and heathenry, I had to delete it. In the future, I will be revisiting and talking about it. In the meantime, here's Fedge with Yggdrasil.
4: let stämmer dance, let's Hellig och höll jag nöjd
2: symbol to interpret i got two in this week's dream symbol one of them was a request from dathi on twitter they are flowers and levitation in dreams if your dream had colorful flowers in it it means compassion kindness pleasure beauty gentleness and gain if you see flowers blooming in a barren soil in your dreams it represents energy and cheerful nature that will enable you to overcome anything To dream that you're picking flowers, it's telling you of a new relationship and blossoming love in your life. If in your dreams you receive a bouquet of flowers, that means approval, admiration, rewards, and respect. If the flower in your dreams are white, that represents sadness. If your dream had withered or dead flowers in it, that signifies gloomy situations and disappointments. Now levitation in dreams. If you had a dream where you are levitating, that means that you're holding on to some far-fetched ideas. If you see someone else levitating in your dreams, it signifies your desire to be supportive and helpful to others. If you had a dream where you made someone or something levitate, it's telling you of your supportive nature. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of this show. So keep dreaming. Let's go. Here's another myth. Here's another story from FolkTex, This one is a Norwegian tale called The Doll in the Grass. Once upon a time, there was a king who had 12 sons. When they were grown big, he told them that they must go out into the world and win themselves wives. But these wives must each be able to speak. Bin and weave and sew a shirt in one day, else he wouldn't have them for daughters-in-law. To each he gave a horse and a new suit of mail, and they went out into the world to look after their brides, but when they have gone a bit of the way, they said that they wouldn't have Boots, their youngest brother, with them. He wasn't fit for anything. Well, Boots had to stay behind, and he didn't know what to do or whether to turn so he grew so downcast, he got off his horse and sat down on a tall grass to weep, but when he had sat a little while, one of the turfs in the grass began to stir and move, and out of it came a little white thing, and when it came nearer, Boots saw it was a charming little lassie, only such a tiny bit of a thing. So, the lassie went up to him and asked if he would come down below and see the doll in the grass. Yes, he'd be very happy to, and so he went. Now, when he got down, there sat doll in the grass on a chair. She was so lovely and so smart, and she asked Boots whether he was going and what was his business. So he told her how there were twelve brothers of them, and how the king had given them a horse and mail, and said that they must each go into the world and find themselves a wife who could spin and weave and sew a shirt in a day. But if you only say it once, you'll be my wife. I'll not go a step further," said Boots to doll on the grass. Well she was willing enough, and so she made haste and span and wove and sewed the shirt. But it was so tiny, tiny little, it wasn't longer than so long. So Boots set off home with it, but when he bought it out, he was almost ashamed. It was so small. Still the king said he should have her, and so Boots set off, glad and happy to fetch his little sweetheart. So when he got to in the Grass, he wished to take her up before him on his horse, But she wouldn't have that, for she said she would sit and drive along in a silver spoon, and that she had two small white horses to draw her. So off they set, he on his horse and she on her silver spoon, and the two horses that drew her were two tiny white mice. But Boots always kept to the other side of the road. He was so afraid lest he should ride over her, she was so little. So when they have gone a bit of the way, they have come to a great piece of water. Here Boots' horse got frightened, and shied across the road and upset the spoon, and Doll on the grass tumbled into the water. Then Boots got so sorrowful because he didn't know how to get her out again. But in a little while up came a merman with her, and now she was as well and full grown as other men and women, and far lovelier than she had been before. So he took her up before him on his horse and rode home. When Boots got home, all his brothers came back, each with his sweetheart. But these were so ugly and foul and wicked, that they had done nothing but fight with one another on the way home. And on their heads they had a kind of hat that was stubbed over with tar and soot. And so the rain had run down off the hats into their faces, until they got far uglier and nastier than they had been before. When his brothers saw Boots and his sweetheart, they were all jealous as jealous could be of her. But the king was so overjoyed with them both that he drove all of the others away, and so Boots held his wedding feast with Doll in the grass. And after that they lived well and happily together a long, long time. And if they're not dead, why they're alive still? was Broken Dolls, Sons of Papuza by Incubus Succubus. Before that, you heard Aphrodite's Flowers by Kiva. Before I go, I just found out today that this podcast is now on Amazon Music. I have tried to get the link for the show, but I couldn't do that. I think that it is because I am Canadian, and Amazon Music Podcasts is only available in the US, UK, and Australia right now. If you can access the podcast, can you please give me the link to it? Otherwise, that is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so at dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddess vault through the music from the Goddess Vault Facebook page, the Midnight Star YouTube channel, Amino, or you can tweet me at goddess vault. I am going to leave you with Asgard 2 by Meg Davis. Blessed be and be safe.
4: <laughs> Rose around the point and past the shoals with her ladies and her gentlemen. She'll soon come sailing home again. Oh, mother, don't you worry so. And down to the can you see me go? I love of brandy, need my bed. And why, I love, she- Above my head, it's to me way Hey, the astar poles Around the point and past the shoals With the ladies and the gentlemen She'll soon come sailing home again Oh, mother, don't you grieve and fret Because I get all soaking wet There's endless smiles and cups of tea To warm the very heart of me to me way, hey Fall when I'm a lot way Baby hey, hey, as the rose the Around the point the and past the shoals Her ladies and her gentlemen She'll soon come sailing home again Oh, mother, say a prayer for me As I go sailing out to sea You know the strength and courage it took See if i survive the cooking my way Hey, the Asgard falls around the point and past the shoals With the ladies and her gentlemen She'll soon come sailing home again Give me one last kiss. I'll tell you now my fondest wish: to sleep on deck under the stars. hang around in foreign bars. To be way, hey, the Astor rolls around the point and past the shoals. Like Peter Pan I'll spend my money Like Uncle Sam And fight the waves Like Brian Baru To bring the Asgard Back to you To me way Hey, the Asgard falls Around the point And past the shoals Ladies and her gentlemen She'll soon come sailing home Again to me way Hey, the Asgard falls Around the point And past the shoals Gentlemen, she'll soon come sailing home.